Oh, man. Can't get my clock working this morning. That must be a good sign. We can go forever. Hallelujah. In the next 35 minutes, let's be expectant on what God's going to say to you, okay? And uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I didn't come here for me today. I came here for somebody else. And I pray that every single person has come here, not just for yourselves this morning, but as you walked into church, hey, I'm here, God, to be a vessel of honor unto you. I don't know. Did you come here like that? I hope you did, uh, because that's really what it's all about, okay? So uh, here we go. Uh, all the musicians are left. You guys were fantastic this morning. Um, felt, I always feel sorry for Devin on, the, on these uh, uh, toy drums. Um, see him trying to beat the skin off them this morning to get some sound out of them. And uh, I trust you could hear it back there, okay? So uh, why, don't we, uh, why don't we pray before we get into the Word? And I know you're all hungry for the Word, and I just really believe. I love that. I, before we pray, I just love that song we're singing, Jesus, Jesus, Friend Forever. Just an awesome song. Friend forever. Let's just do it one more time, Jesus. 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 Just lift your hands as you sing that right now. Jesus, friend forever. Lord, I pray that today you would not just be a song we sing, but that you would be everything in our lives in Jesus' name. God, I pray for an intimate encounter. Lord, if it hasn't already happened right now, we would declare this place a place of miracles in Jesus' name. I pray that your super would override our natural and that this would become a supernatural encounter with a living God this morning that unlocks hope and unlocks victory and unlocks miracles. And right across this place right now, Lord God, we declare the power and anointing of your spirit would rise up within us, God, would stir up faith within us, God, even as we come into the season of faith today. I pray that we would experience and see the mighty fruit of the Holy Spirit operating in our midst in Jesus' name. God, we don't want to play church. We want to be a part of your kingdom in this time and this day. God, we want to see your kingdom rise, your kingdom come in Jesus' name across this nation in our city, Lord God, across our planet right now. We declare the mighty power of a living God in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we give you all the praise. We pray that only one person be glorified this morning. Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Come on, give him a huge, huge praise this morning. Holy Spirit. I want to thank you. Holy Spirit, we give you praise. Glory to God. You can be seated, you bunch of golfers. We must have a lot of golfers here this morning. No, they only clap. They just clap a little while. Well, whatever happened, happened, you know, and then they stop. There's no excitement in a golf situation. They just clap and then they stop, you know. And uh, I think in church, we've got so much to be excited about. Jesus died on the cross for us. He won the victory for us. And you and I can live in the blessing of the Holy Spirit because of what Jesus did on Calvary. That is worth celebrating, friend. And let's never let it be a minimal set, uh, sacrifice of praise. But let's give him all we've got when we praise the Lord. Amen. Good to be back in the house, and uh, we want to go to the Word this morning. And um, I, uh, I do believe, honestly. Um, in fact, right now, if you're comfortable, 
if you're comfortable, I just want you to stand with me one more time, okay? Just stand with me one more time. In fact, let's make you uncomfortable. I like uncomfortable, you know. I, 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 these days I drive an auto along with most of you. Anyone here drive an actual manual? Anyone left? Hey, go, guys. There, Dave, I love that manual. And honestly, there's too many automatic driving Christians around. I am convinced of that, all right? And here we are. Our, our season is called By Faith. I want to tell you right now, get, get out and pl- play in a manual. Drop the clutch and experience, hopefully in a V8 or something, drop the clutch where the wheels, I don't even know if you're allowed to lose traction anymore, eh? Some of you young guys know all about that. Where's Jamie Steiner? He knows all about that. I remember Jamie Steiner, they actually lost your license at one stage for, <laughs> for, for losing traction. <clears throat> Somehow they never caught me. I was the pastor. They reckon you catch what your pastor's got. He caught it, but he got caught. And uh, sorry about that. Jamie Steiner, a legend, actually. I can't believe you're still single. In fact, in fact what the heck is going on there? Jamie, like right to the camera right now, there's got to be someone. Can we get the camera on Jamie? And uh, I don't know how that could work, but but uh, where was I now before we – oh, yeah, drop the clutch. Some of us need to just – honestly, I believe that today I, I've never seen a day where there's so many flinching Christians around and, uh, you know, a lot of Christians full of fear and, and anxiety about the future and, anxiety about, hey, listen, God holds us in his hand, friend. And I'm here today to tell you that Jesus is still in control. Just in case you forgot, Jesus is still, God's still seated on the throne. The Bible says that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. We've got nothing to worry about, guys. We just need to press through and hold on. If we're going to talk faith, let's talk it, all right? And I think sometimes we need to know the old flinching days. Remember when you're at school? Uh, I, I remember uh, Kevin, Witch, Kevin Whitcomb, he used to come up and he was he loved coming up and punching and giving you the dead arm. Has, has anyone experienced that when you're at school at least? I hope you're not experiencing it now, but the old dead arm where they'd come up and just thump you in the arm and your arm, oh, your arm would be dead for half a day at school, you know, and I don't do it to me because I was an expert at it, okay? They did it to me once, you'd have a dead arm most of the rest of the day, all right? And uh, anyway, the dead arm. And then the next person would come up to slug you one, and you you know how you'd flinch? And uh, I think, honestly, let's stop flinching. We have God on our side. Jesus won the victory. We don't have to flinch about the future. It's all going to be cool, guys. God's got it all sorted out, and that's why we're preaching faith today. So while you're standing with me, I've just been reading the book of, of Robert Shuler, and Robert Shuler used to say this every morning when he woke up. He'd lift his hand toward heaven. Okay, just try this if you're comfortable. Lift your hand to it, and he'd say these words. God, whatever you're doing today, how can I help out? Come on, let's do it one more time. God, whatever you're doing today, how can I help out? Let's start a few days in our lives like that, okay? You can be seated on that note. God, whatever you're doing today, how can I help out a little and make it happen? I mean, how many have had God speak to you in the last week? You're about three hands up which would only tell me you're not reading your Bible because my, my Bible tells me or, or the truth would tell me, and it is the truth we're into, right, that God speaks through his word. This is what he speaks through. When you read this thing, oh, boy, and you start reading it, you just get excited. 
Is it upside down? Goodness me. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even God can even talk to you upside down too. Let me tell you that, all right? And uh, but in Hebrews, I, I love this. Let me just read you this one verse, okay? And I, I do this intentionally a little bit this morning. And uh, what more? Um, Daniel eleven thirty two. Incidentally, we're talking about heroes of faith. Heroes of faith, guys. Read it. Just read Daniel eleven and see if you can't get fired up enough to get out and drop the clutch in your car and just do something exciting, okay? Um, Daniel 11.32, it says this, And what more shall I say I do not have time to tell? And the reality about faith, guys, we don't have time to even cover it this morning, but I pray right now that time would stir you. It goes on to tell about men and women of faith who were in living in the most challenging moments of history, who rose up to be heroes in the day they lived. And the Bible goes on and on about heroes of faith. And I believe today, and God's really challenging me in this last couple of weeks, that we need to raise up some heroes of faith in this day. The tougher it gets, the greater the heroes that rise, friend. And I want to tell you right now, don't shrink back. Let's not flinch when the devil comes at us because Jesus said, I have given you the victory over the enemy. Yeah, well, hello. <laughs> there's, there's some things that... Um, that I believe, see, the enemy has no power over you. The, 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 the only thing where the devil, the only area where the devil has some power over our lives is in the area of where we shrink back. That's the only area. In fact, in the word of God, if we don't know the word of God, then he will have victory over us. But if we know the word of God, here's what the Bible says, uh, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So all we got to do is resist. The one thing the devil is allergic to is resistance. And I want to tell you, you get up and start doing some resistance. You start dancing on the day when it's a little down. You start singing on the day when you're a little down. You start rejoicing in the Lord your God on the day when you're a little down. It's called resistance and the devil flees. It's as simple as that, okay? So let's just go to a few truths here and uh, teach you a little bit about living in the realm of faith, okay? And uh, because I believe what an incredible life we live. You remember, and uh, I think God is always listening to everything we say, right? Do you, I mean, man, do you, some of you, we get so religious and we're not careful, but I don't know if you guys remember when you, when you got parents and, or you are parents and you say to your kids, you know, who broke this? And there's not a kid who knows anything about it. You know how it goes. And, uh, and we're all the same. Every generation's the same. You didn't break it, and your brother didn't, and nobody did. And uh, so everybody's like, no. And then your dad or someone, or it used to be Julia was pretty good at this. Uh, I'm going to ask you one more time, and remember, Jesus is listening. <laughs> <laughs> and out the truth would come. And uh, I think sometimes we need to be really aware that God is listening to every word we say. Because I don't think Jesus was just listening because Julia said it. He was listening all along, guys. And uh, I think sometimes we just need to get ready uh, for what God is doing and, uh, and uh, know that God is listening to every word we say. That's why get happy. You're allowed to laugh in church. You're actually allowed to have fun. Life is fun. In fact, the more fun we have, the more godly we become, honestly. I really believe that Julia and I went to a party. We gate crashed a party last night just for the fun of it. We gate crashed a party. And uh, 
And man, what a, in fact, we got it. Oh, this is weird. We actually literally got invited back to the next party they have. <laughs> How many times can you gate crash a party? And at the end of it, they say, we like having you guys at our party. Would you come to the next one we do? And so I like that. Um, just before I do, I've just had to tell you this joke. It's probably, it's a little bit of a, it's it, possibly if you're, you've got to be over probably 40. Um, but anyway, what's the difference between people in Dubai? And Abu Dhabi. The people in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but the people in Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> I just had to tell you that one. I just find that absolutely hilarious. And uh, um, but just a couple of questions before I do launch into some truth truth points this morning. Um, do you know Jesus? And we just sang Jesus, Jesus, friend forever. You know, I was in an airport a little while ago and I went into the lounge in the airport and I met a lady, a, a very famous rock star called Pink. And I met Pink and we communicated for probably two hours and then I ended up riding with her team to my next destination. And, uh, and that was, and so people say, oh, you know Pink. No, I don't. I met Pink. I reckon a lot of people have got the same relation. We're singing Jesus, Jesus, friend forever this morning. Well, I'll tell you what, I met Pink, but I don't know Pink, all right? I know some of her songs. I know some of the things she does and some watch some of her incredible stage performance, but I do not know Pink. I think there are people here today, and I felt God really challenged me this morning when we're singing Jesus, friend forever. You might know of God, but to know him intimately, friend, is the declaration of faith in our lives. Like, where is your faith seated? Where is your faith actually grounded? And I can say this, I don't know Pink but I have an intimate relationship with the God I serve. I have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why when you declare his word and when you speak his word, that's why two weekends ago we're in Tauranga preaching the gospel and, and 58, I think 58 people surrendered their lives to Christ for the first time because you introduce people to a God who wants to have an intimate relationship with them. God, there's a lot of people I find that are in the kingdom today that they know about God. They know some of his principles. They know some of the, the like Shane Willard preached a great message last week on the, on the Ten Commandments on God's truth. But really it's a love relationship that God wants with us. And friend, if you don't have that relationship this morning, I'm going to give you an opportunity at the end of this service to say, hey, and it's just a very simple thing, friend, that you can say yes and acknowledge where you're at and say, Jesus, I want a relationship with you today. Before I walk out of here, I want to live in a relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the God I serve. Because that's the exciting part. The exciting part is, friend, living for Jesus. We used to sing a song, living for Jesus is the best life of all. Some of you might remember that. Dave Crossman, do you remember that? No? Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday, accidentally. Incidentally, sorry. Happy birthday to your mum today, who's great having her in the house today. And uh, But, you know, you can uh, know about Jesus, but my goal is today, do you know him? And here's a great story about that, and I want to share it with you. In Luke chapter 8, Luke chapter 8, let's go there. I want to title my message today, uh, very simply today, where is your faith? Where is your? If we're going to talk about faith, where is your faith? And uh, I think it's easier to do it. Luke chapter 8, verse 22. It says, one day Jesus said to the disciples, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. So they got in the boat and started out. Now. I don't know about you, I've been in pretty stormy seas. Anyone been in some stormy seas? I've been in some real stormy seas. And I don't know what the clouds were looking like on this day, but I don't know whether Jesus said, what do you reckon, guys, should we go? I don't know. Looking a bit stormy out there. The waves are buffeting a bit. 
Maybe we should just quit on this. Oh, no. Oh, you, I'm okay. I can walk on water. You guys are on your own. Let's go. I don't know whether it was like that. I believe that Jesus, when he says, when God says to you, we're going on the other side, we're going to the other side. So wherever the word of God has come in your life, you are headed there, friend, and nothing will stop that. Come on. Because some of you have got promises over your life. Some of you have got words over your life. Some of you are fearful about the circumstances you're in right now, but God's given you a promise. I live on the promises of God. When God told Julia and I, whatever it was, 28, 30 years ago, come plant a church here in Albany, we turned up and we did it. We had pastors say to us, what are you doing here? Well, we just did what God told us, and here we are. We said we'd go. I remember the day we stood on the altar and said, God, wherever you call us, we will go. Whatever you call of us or expect of us, we will do. And so when we turned up, it wasn't hard to answer their question. Here we are. We're just doing what God said. And I really believe today God's got a call and a message in your lives, every one of you. There's a call on you. There's a purpose on you. Let's just believe that if God said it, he's going to do it, okay? And, and there's no questions asked in that. He said, we're going to the other side. As they sailed across, Jesus settled down for a nap. I love that. He's got such peace on him. But soon a fierce storm came across the lake. Boy, oh, boy, I've been in some of those out in the middle of the ocean. If ever you want to see intimidated men, men who were bold as lions two seconds ago, soon turn into sissies when a storm starts cracking against the hull and you think the thing's going to break in half. Incidentally, a boat, I don't know whether Stephen Robertson's here today, but the boat we went fishing in a little while ago, um, two weeks ago, it went fishing up in the, in the Three Kings and it literally snapped in half. A boat we were out not too long ago, snapped in half. But God got such a destiny on us, we weren't on it when it snapped in half. If you've got the word of God in your life, you will make it to the other side. Let me assure you, you will make it to the other side. The boat was filling with water and they were in real danger. The disciples went and woke him up shouting, Master, Master, we are drowning. Oh, boy, I love that, eh? I mean, notice Jesus doesn't wake up in a panic. I don't, if, like if you're asleep in the boat and someone's yelling out, we're drowning and this boat's half full of water, I think some of us would wake up in a mad panic. I know people wake up in a mad panic just over the trivial things of life. But Jesus, it says, when he woke up. So I don't think he saw it. What are we going to do now? Chew any fingernails, asking for a coffee. I, I don't know. I don't think it would have been like that. I need a coffee before I can make a decision here. I don't really know what to do. No, it says when Jesus woke up, he woke up in his own time. Jesus is on a different cruise to what we're on, friend. He's on the peace cruise of knowing that all things work together for the glory of God Almighty. All things work together. That's the cruise we've got to get on, okay? So it then says, he rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and suddenly the storm stopped and everything was calm. Whatever you're going through right now, whoever it is right now, in fact, there's somebody in this building, I just really feel, even as I'm declaring this word, there's someone here that's afraid that you've got an eye problem and you're afraid it's going to result in you being unable to see. And whoever that is right now, God is saying, you do not have to be afraid. I am your healer. I am your God. I am in control and I will restore in Jesus' name. So whoever that is right now, take that as a word. If you're watching online today, that could be a word for you that God is your healer today. And then Jesus asked them, and this is the question of my message title today, where is your faith? 
And I just want to make that a question to everybody here. Where is your faith? What's it grounded on? What is your faith actually founded on? Because faith is not a magical wish. Faith is not when everything's going good, I can say whatever. Faith is not some kind of a statement that you have a magical wish to it. Faith is a declaration of your spirit based on the word of the living God. That's what faith is. And so we, the, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7, it was, I, 5 verse 7, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. So if you're just walking by what you see, you probably won't experience faith. But if you walk by what God's word is in your life, you will experience faith. Um, Jesus said to the disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, there's a real key in your life for faith right there. If you want to know how to go, Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. And the Bible says in John 8.32, the truth will set you free. So if there's anybody here today suffering from anxiety, or uncertainty about the future, the truth can set you free. you got to love that. And so I'm just going to give you a couple of points to finish. Number one, I believe. Now, I'm a believer, okay? Most of you know me know I'm a believer. I'll believe stuff, man. You don't have to convince me that God's on my side. You don't have to convince me that I am God's favorite, okay? I just believe it, okay? And I live kind of in that attitude and in that atmosphere that God loves me, and no one can talk me out of that. And you need to be in a place where no one can talk you out of it. And I think it's time for some people here to believe what you believe. To believe what we believe, guys. Let's believe what we believe and don't believe what we doubt. But I think it's time to believe what we believe in God. You see, um, uh, when you believe, and I think this is a real key in our lives, when we do believe, you're no longer moved by what you see. And I think sometimes what we see can influence our lives if we're not careful. And I really believe today, let's be people that believe God. Even if you're watching on screen today, let's be people, um, Daniel and Katie and, uh, and little Lena and Spain, as you're watching today, believe what you believe. Don't believe what you doubt. God's got your back. Okay. Uh, cause I believe right now we are moved. Sorry. God is only moved by what we believe. God has only moved what you believe. So what are you believing? So don't let your feelings and don't let your circumstances get in the middle of that. Trust God. Uh, in verse 22, he said, let us go to the other side. Like I said before, if God said to you, this is the purpose and the destiny that's on your life, you're turning up there. You're turning up there, guys, and it will be a fight. We can't lay back and hope it'll happen. It's going to be a fight. It's called a fight of faith. It's called a walk of faith. You've got to take another step. God can only deal with what's moving. God can't deal with you when you're stalled and you stop. That's why we need to mature and get in a good group that helps us mature in God and start to live faith. Yeehaw! Okay? So, like I said, Satan's only influence over your life is your ignorance of the Word of God. That's the only influence he has in my life is where I'm ignorant of the Word of God and I stop confessing and declaring the greatness of God in my life. Then he has a sense of victory in my life. But I have found this that God is always faithful to his word. I have discovered God is always faithful to his word. He will never, ever let you down, friend. Uh, that's why in John 8, 32, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. So what are you living in? I want to live in the word of God, okay? I want to just live in the word of God. And then he went on, he said, and you will know the truth and the truth 
will set you free. That's powerful, guys. Think about that. See, it doesn't say if you read the truth, you'll be set free. It says if you become intimate with the truth. The truth you're intimate with is what sets people free. I got intimate with the truth of God's word when I was 25 years old, received him as my saviour. Julia and I both made a commitment that day and declared that God is the Lord over our lives. And I want to tell you the truth sets you free. And who is the truth? End of the day, it's Jesus. He's the truth that sets you free. And, uh, you know, Julia is a great devotionist, okay? And I think I've learned, in fact, I'm going to just grab a chair for a minute because I think it's just good. Just as a bit of an illustration today, I'll grab a chair. Oh, boy, chairs are getting heavier. Uh, Can you still see me down the back? I just wanted to sit down because I just really believe that sometimes our anxiety and our pressure comes from not taking time to get devotional around God. And I want to just say to some people here this morning, let's take some time to get around God's word afresh in our lives. Can I encourage you on that? In this next season, let's believe that we get around God's word like we never have before. And uh, it's all right if you're, a, if you're like Rod up here this morning. He, I think he's probably got Red Bull just running through his veins. <clears throat> I've actually got blood, okay? And <laughs> so... so uh, Sometimes you just need to slow down a bit and count the pace and enjoy life and enjoy your walk with God. And I know that gathering around his word in the morning and looking at his word, I reckon God wants us to slow down a little bit in the mad, frantic carry-on of life. We've got these mobile phones that keep us on our spots all the time. We're running to and fro. We're looking at what our Facebook remarks are. But let's take a little bit of time just to slow down and get around the word of God in this season, okay? Can I encourage you on that? Because I reckon, where's your faith? It's got to be in the Word of God. It's got to be in the Word of God. And uh, I don't do. I don't want to just read it. I want to know what it says, and I want to know that it's powerful in my life. Okay. And uh, so let's just encourage you in that today. And uh, let's believe God. I've just lost my page there. But um, uh, yeah, it's a day. Honestly, can I just reinforce this? It's a day when you need to believe what you believe. Believe what you believe. Don't let doubt get in the way any longer. Second point today, what's, the, what's your language? What's your language? Because faith has a language. And I think the one reason I wanted to sit down here before, I think sometimes we're so busy talking the language, let's watch the language. And I think the language of faith is, hey, chill out. God's got your back. These guys were freaking out. Master, wake up. We're all dying here. No, they weren't. Got Jesus in their boat. And I think sometimes we just need to sit down and just chill out and go to the Word. Let, let me tell it to you like this. Uh, I mean, how many people here do it? I do a lot of flying, okay, flying everywhere all the time around the world. Dave, you've just come back from a trip around the world, you lucky beggar. And, uh, and uh, but fly, flying, what was that? Did a wing just fall off? I mean, I don't know if you've been there. I've been there, you know, and, and, and it, your eyes are like, what the heck just happened? And you'd swear we've dropped like 500 metres or maybe a kilometre in, in one of those those bubbles of air out in the middle of the sky there. The flight attendants have started levitating and it's a real spiritual moment. And uh, and uh, But people are freaking out. Now, in the days when I used to sit back in row 97, where they call it cattle class, where we're, it's different today because now I fly with people that are experienced flyers. 
probably like you, Dave, experienced flyers who are flying all the time. And usually after being flying a long time, you've got a few air points and you end up in sort of a little bit more luxurious seats. Here's the one thing I noticed, though. When I'm sitting back in row 97 and a wing's just fallen off the plane, well, that's what we all think. And people around you are freaking out. People are saying, we're going to crash, we're going to die. And people are like, wow, what's happened? You know, we've just lost a wing. And there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of pressure because these people don't have experience in flying. We have experience in God that if our God is for us, who can be against us? And I noticed one thing about sitting in business class, the guys have still got their legs crossed. They're still reading their paper like nothing's happened. They, oh, that was a good one, Joey. And, uh, and, and the language is different. And I want to ask you, what's the language of your faith? Because the reality is it's the language of your faith that carries you through. Because we live by our confession. It's called the confession of faith. It's not just about a, a faith that's some kind of a lucky dip and a good idea. It's faith is founded on how much of the word of God we have in our life. It's what you believe today, friend. And I want to stir up some faith in this place. And I really believe right now that if God's for you, then you can trust God that he will see you through whatever you're facing right now. And I'm believing in this meeting today, there are businessmen here right now that are getting ready for your greatest day. I reckon there are right now entrepreneurs here that God's about to give you revelation into the future and bring financial victory across your lives. And I believe we're ready for some breakthrough in Jesus' name. Some of these young guys over here, get ready for what God's about to do in your life. Because I believe right now, this is God's day and God's season to unlock incredible promises. His word says you're a generation that will carry my victory into the next season. And I include yourself in that, Don, second Don, second Don sitting there. And uh, But, you know, what is your faith based on? And I, I really want to challenge you on that because it's like when you face stuff in life, it's like, I don't know if you've ever had this, but you know the old bang, bang in the middle of the night. If you've ever had that and your heart's just had these sudden, what the heck just happened? And uh, I remember flying in the middle of the night. One night we were flying on United Air heading into heading over to America and all of a sudden, and I don't know whether I'd taken too many vitamin pills or whatever it was, but suddenly there's this bang, bang. And you're like, what the heck was that? Next thing, bang, bang in your chest, you know, and you're thinking, shoot, am I going to die? And then, so instead of reaching for the panic button, you reach for the word of God. And I'll tell you right now, I don't know, back in the day when we used to carry those great big big old black Bibles, you know, huge things, we don't have those today. We're more like Moses today. We carry a tablet around and the Bible's on that. And uh, and but, but back in those days, you'd reach in and you'd grab your big old Bible and you'd pull it out and you'd open that thing up, poke your finger normally, just poke your finger in it and hope that a good verse would come out, you know? Anybody ever done that, by the way? Just to get a promise of God in the moment when there's a bit of fear taking over? And, and I'll never forget this day. I opened the Bible, and here it was, middle of flight, 30,000 feet, halfway to the U.S., um, flight 703 or whatever it was. I opened my big black Bible up, poked my finger, and here's what I got, Psalm 16. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Every night my heart instructs me. I love that. No, I know that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. And I looked at the next seat, and sure enough, that's where God's, because no one else was there, so it must have been him. So he's right beside me. I will sit right beside you. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety, for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow the Holy One to rot in the grave. You will show me the way of life. 
Yeehaw! What a promise to get from God in the middle to dissolve your anxiety. And let me just finish today by saying, God's got your back. Where is your faith? What's it grounded on? What's it? Now, I'm just a regular guy. My kids don't wake up in the morning and say, hey, Pastor Don, Julia doesn't get out of bed. Pastor Don, what can I do for you? I'm just a regular guy. So I'm the same as the rest of you. We're all the same. We're all in the same boat, guys. And I want to challenge you right now. It's time to believe God's word. It's time to believe God's word afresh. It's time to be word-founded, God-believing people, okay? My third and final point today in the next two minutes and 33 seconds I've got left, for those of you that are thinking, when's this guy over? What do you believe? What do you believe? I want to challenge you with that. Challenge you. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, was buried, and descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead, and he ascended into heaven, and he now sits at the right hand of the God I serve, the Father Almighty. From there, he shall come again. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming back for a people that are on fire for what he's declared and written over our lives, to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, yabba dabba do. I believe in the church. She is the bride of Christ, the best place to be on your worst day. I believe in the church. <coughs> Excuse me. I believe in the communion of the saints, and I always like to add there, I believe in the church, but I also believe in turning up. Say that to the camera, actually. I believe in the church, but I also believe it's a good idea to turn up. Because when you turn up in church, and here's why. Because church is where the mouthpiece of God operates. It's where the power of God influences your heart and unlocks you from fear and doubt and the curse of sin and sets you free. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. I believe in the resurrection of the body and eternal, everlasting life. Amen. That's my message on faith today, guys. Um, friend, you've got to know what you believe. You've got to know what you believe. And I believe the word of God. John 8.32, one more time, it says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Psalm 37 and verse 23 says this, the steps of a good man. Yeah, the steps of a good man, eh? Well, you never know. Could be a bit iffy. You just don't know. No, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Wherever you're at, friend, you're ordered by the Lord. Psalm 37 and verse 25 says this, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, and I've never seen their seed begging bread. Hey, for someone here today, this is your day and this is your time, friend. And I close right now as my clock zeroes out. For someone here, the storms outside your life, don't let them into your boat, okay? Don't let the storm outside get into the boat you're living in because God says, I've got a plan for you. For a businessman here today, I just want to say right now, get ready. God's about to unlock a new future in your company. God's about to bring across you a season of incredible purpose and break open of financial ideas. In fact, new revelation, revelationary ideas about to come your way. In Jesus' name, I declare that over your life right now. If you're here today and you've got that eye problem, whoever you might be, get ready to be healed in this next few minutes, okay? But I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes right now. Father, we thank you. 
for the Word. We thank you that our faith is grounded in the Word of God. Right now across this auditorium, God, we pray right now for miracles to erupt in Jesus' name. I release the power of God. Friend, God loves you. And I want to tell you right now, all you have to do is say, Lord, I believe in you. I believe in your Word. I believe in your plan for my life. God, you love me and I love you. And today, if I'm not uncertain, if I'm uncertain of where I stand today, I want to make it clear. God, I don't want to just know about you. I want to know you intimately as my Saviour today. Not just for me, God, for my friends, for my family, for those around me. And I'm going to ask you, friend, if that's you today and you're in this meeting or you're watching online today, then right now is a great opportunity for you to say, yes, Lord, I want to make that decision with my life. Now, our heads are bowed, eyes are closed. I'm not going to do anything weird with you. I just want you to... All you got to do, friend, is just put up your hand and say, that's me. I want to get right. I want to become intimate with the God and I want to know salvation today. If that's you, just real quick, lift your hand. If you're away from God and you need to make that call today, yeah, God bless you, man. That's totally awesome. Thank you. You can put your hand down. Someone else today. Who else is there? Come on. I know that God's speaking to hearts here today and it's time to say yes to Jesus. If that's you right now, just if I haven't seen your hand, give me a wave. But I want God, number one, to be the one that sees your hand. Yeah, God bless you, man. That's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Is there one other person today that needs to say, hey, God, I want to become intimate with you today. I want to know your love and your power. God bless you, man. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Anybody else right now, just lift your hand. Let God see it. Let God see it. Let God see it, friend. Whoever that might be right now. Yeah, thank you. Let's all stand to our feet, shall we, just for a moment. Let's all stand to our feet. I want to pray and I want to believe God because that's a great decision. In fact, I'm going to ask everybody to pray with me this morning and I want you to make this your prayer. Jesus, I thank you for loving me. Today, I make a decision that you are my Lord and my Savior. I want to know you intimately. I want to know your love your power, your word in my life. I want to follow you as you lead me, my friends, my household. God, here I am making that decision before you today. Amen. Give him a massive hand clap right there. Oh, boy, God, you're awesome. And friend, if you were one of those ones, that lifted your hand. I pray that you're in a great group around here that can help you launch into that. I pray that you connect with somebody or come and see me after the meeting or we'll gather around a cake somewhere or whatever, but come and talk to me or someone will maybe slide up against you and just say, that was a great thing. I saw your hand. Maybe someone noticed. But hey, listen, go for God. Here's what I want to believe for right now. If you have pain or sickness in your body right now, Whoever that was with the eye, if you've got a problem with your eye and you feel like you're going to lose your sight, believe for a miracle right now. Whoever that was right now, just if you need a miracle, just lift your hand basically right across this place. Holy Spirit, we release miracles here right now. Yeah, right down the back. We release a miracle right there. I release a miracle on you right now. I pray that God touch you, that the supernatural power of God unlock destiny over your life. I pray that pain would dissipate in your bodies right now, that he would put his super on our natural today and that miracles would crack into the this place. In Jesus' mighty name, Holy Spirit, I thank you right now for that bowel condition, for that heart condition, for that 
that that whatever it is, Lord, that's going on in the anxiety of the soul, I cause it to be dissolved right now in the presence of an almighty God. And I pray right now that miracles happen in your life and you walk out of here whole today, set free and on fire for the release of God in your next season in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Give Jesus an awesome hand clap if you learned anything today. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.